Thank you for listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast, the podcast, two students, by students, for students. Oh yeah, we're here, welcome back you guys. <laughs> I can't, I can't start a I can't start a podcast in some kind of normal routine way. No. No, I can't. This is episode 45 <clears throat> of the 2x4 Student Podcast. I am here with two of my faves. Me. Ladies uh-huh. first, <laughs> Hayden. I'm the first. Alyssa favorite. is back. She was. She had to miss us last time because mm-hmm. of an allergic thing that she was dealing with. Yeah. And then, uh, and, but this time we're missing Cassie. And oh yes, Hayden is here. Hello, Hayden. So it's Alyssa and Hayden. Almost didn't almost didn't see you there. Yep, he's 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 here here at the table. Awesome. Uh, And Cassie can't be with us uh, today. Um, She uh, she is doing part of a kind of a kind of a vigil walk remembrance thing for uh, for a friend of hers suicide. Um, walk that they're doing so super important and uh, we'll definitely keep uh keep the family in prayer for them so uh we will miss cassie today but i'm glad you guys are here so today we're talking about seasons and we were just talking about allergies and i have heard from so many people who who didn't grow up here in central virginia and i think both of you guys did right Mm -hmm. like you yeah all your life i mean yeah okay central virginia like born and raised so far um, but people who move from here from other places, like I did, I didn't grow up here. Um, you may not have any problems with allergies before, but then when you come to yeah. Central Virginia, kaboom! It's like your sinuses explode. You know, when you have your first like change of climate and seasons and stuff. So that type of season is definitely a thing. And you were dealing was it no was it like environmental allergies, Alyssa, or was it like more internal? Um, sorry to get so personal. I think but... it was external. It was like I, I had a reaction to something. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, okay, yeah. So I mean, I have regular allergies. Yeah, we think it was caused because I'm allergic to a lot of stuff. A I won't get things, into that. Right? But yeah. I mean, <laughs> one of the things I'm allergic to is trees, and so like in a lot of products, they'll use like if it's vegan based, they'll yeah. use like tree or oils that circulate around in the environment instead of chemicals. And so I, I think I used something on my eye that that had trees or some sort yeah. of yeah. extract. So yeah, then my eyes kind of just blew up. So that was fun. Yeah. So have you had any of this like plant chicken? Apparently they're growing chickens on plants now. And then that's the chicken that some people are eating. They're growing. Like, like they're plant-based chicken. What do you mean? Uh, oh, like plant-based growing... like hamburgers. Like is it like. You mean like they raise it's chickens a chicken. on it's a chicken, but it grows on a tree. That's what I think is happening. I think plant-based chicken is is plants <laughs> that making something that looks like chicken made out of plants. Yes, that's it. Southern. So it's, it's not, not it's growing not chickens chicken. on trees. There's like plant-based like chorizo <coughs> and stuff like that. Where How it's cool like, would that be though? That would be. We're cool. sprouting chickens. I'd rather have money growing trees though. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, that's technically. True. But, yeah. Trees are money. That's yes. You know it. Yeah, that is that is very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Because pa- paper. Yeah, paper. It's a it's a linen. It's a linen yeah. type of thing. Money. Paper they so, use for money is a weird. Paper. Yeah, money. Right. Anyway, so back. My question was like, do you have to eat like plant based things? Oh, yeah. Is that your um? I don't diet? have to, but I mean, have you tried I, it? I have tried stuff. Have you like tried that. one of those like Burger King Impossible? Whopper no, I will things? not try fast food. No, right. Things. That just seems but sketchy all the way around. I'll try packaged. Yeah. Plant-based things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I um, think they're all gross. So. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks for that. Input. I have a friend who's vegan, and her food always looks so good. She actually cooks like real food. Okay, but oh, vegan. all right. Okay, and I'm not really vegan, cool. and I. I mean, I'm not opposed food. to it. I just love meat. Yeah. 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 So, like I always my, say, that's my thing. one of the good things that came out of man's fall. The, <laughs> the killing, the killing of cattle. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Bacon. <laughs> Thanks to Adam and Eve, we have bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever guys? Um, have you ever made brown sugar bacon? Yes. Oh, no. No. I kind of did. Okay, so oh, I went to Florida favorite. a couple weeks ago, and they had really this good. thing called candied, so candied bacon, and mm. I think it I'm was cooked in the oven, and they put brown sugar on it. But mm-hmm. then, the, but then this one also had like pepper flakes, so it had like mm, a really yeah. spiciness okay. to it. That's cool. It was amazing. I've Make- had bacon wrapped dates. Okay. Like, no, I know. I don't think I've had that. People, yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. people do um, bacon wrapped asparagus. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that. I've had that. Okay. So seasons, we're talking about. <laughs> now we're talking about food. Now we're seasons. so hungry, right? Uh, so seasons. So there are environmental seasons, like climate change seasons, but then there are also like seasons of life. Like you two are in a very different season of life than mm-hmm. I am. Like I am not empty nester, but like I am reach uh, getting close to fifty. Most, I mean, all of my kids, my youngest kid just turned 18. So like Mm. all of my kids are legally, they are adults. So I'm in a much different stage of life (laughs) than you guys are. So tell me about, from your perspective, like, what are you excited about in regards to like life? Not just where you are, but like, as you think about your future, what is, what is like the next season of life that you're, that you're really excited about? Um, I'm not sure if, I'm really excited, but I mean, I think something that's just going to come and I'm going to have to, like, deal with it is just, like, college and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. excited for, like, the exploring part of it. Yeah. Just being able to, you know, have a life where you're not kind of influenced by your, I don't know, your family and stuff right. like that. And, like, founding your yourself. Own shots. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, like, I don't know, I think there's a big part about being a Christian and going off and being an individual because it really tests how much influence you have on yourself and what you choose to be influenced Mm -hmm. by when you're not by, Mm -hmm. you're not like influenced by a church at home or you're influenced by your family who's Christian based. So I don't know. It's just, I think that's going to be a fun time to like, I don't know, because I feel like my family's like super busy and like everything's so fast. And like, so I think just being able to regulate my own speed of life and yeah. what i choose to do and like you're not attached to them yeah, yeah. i think that would just be an interesting time and mm-hmm. i think that would be fun mm-hmm. just to be able to like make my own schedule yep. and not like oh go pick up alex from school and yeah. like i don't know just kind of doing stuff because you have to and i'll miss that too like the family part of it but i think that just being able to be your own person mm-hmm. it, it grows you and it helps you yeah. like i don't know find Huge. yourself right and like a different form and so, I don't know. And I think just learning and being open to, like, a school and stuff, I think that would just be really fun I love overall. that. Yeah. Now, I want, I want to tell you um, that as a youth pastor, I have learned over the years to I – don't, I don't necessarily or primarily, like, gauge success or how good a job I'm doing or not doing based on what's – like, who's in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at <clears> – <throat> I will gauge – how am I doing or did I do as a youth pastor based on like where Alyssa is like in five years Mm -hmm. after graduation or 10 years? Like, is she still 
was did I just provide like a social calendar or things to do, or did I actually make disciples mm-hmm. who own their own faith? And even when they are away from their family and they call their own shots and they make their own priorities and they make their own decisions, like did Jesus did Jesus just prove to be like a phase that they went through, or his is he actually a best friend of theirs mm-hmm. and and the person that they walk with and rely on and and praise and you know all those things. So <clears throat> As a as I'm listening to you, I think it's such an important stage of life, you know, like yeah. right post high school life, because you really do be, kind of become your own person, and you and you come out from under the umbrella of your parents, like basically mm-hmm. instructing you, telling you what to do, you know, be here, do that, all those things. So really, whether you go away to college or not, I mean, it still happens. Even if you even if you live at home or you get yeah. an apartment or you go to the military or into a job, whatever the case. That stage of life is really super important. Okay, Hayden, what about you? Um, <clears throat> well, I get to on May first. I go to take my test of the DMV so I can drive. Oh yes, so independence and freedom coming your way. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. About that. How how confident are you feeling? You think you're gonna you're yeah, gonna pass I it? So. Okay, good. Yeah, I already drive like my dad. So oh, all right. I'm I'm, I'm gonna assume your dad's it. a good driver. Yeah. Who's, who's better? Who's the better okay. driver, your dad or your mom? <clears throat> and th- no one's um, going to hear this, so it's okay. Just speak freely. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not like it's a podcast. Well, my dad listens. My mom doesn't. So I'm going to say my dad. Okay, your dad listens. Your mom doesn't. Yeah, my mom doesn't listen. Okay, we'll podcast. edit that out. <laughs> we don't want. Well, I think they're both pretty good drivers. Yeah, I would, my mom's I would, a little more cautious. Than my I w- dad, yeah, I would freely so. say that my wife is is the better driver between the two of us. <laughs> I I f- always feel like I'm in a race car. Oh, yeah. And like I feel like that th- if I wasn't doing this I'd be a race car driver for sure. <laughs> like Formula 1 racing. Like oh, yeah. that's my I can that's see my you doing ge- that, right. Yeah. I you just like want to get in front of everyone else. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, okay. Uh yeah, so stage of life. Um let's also talk about like spiritual seasons. I'm going to just take a risk and guess that you and probably everyone listening, especially if they have any type of like faith um, walk with Christ or anything like that, that you've experienced seasons of kind of highs and lows. You know, there are seasons of life where you feel like you're very close to to God uh, and really tight with Jesus. And then there are seasons of life where you don't. Um, And let's start off with just what what are some of the contributing factors to your sense of nearness or what's the other word? Not farness, but like not distance. nearness. Yeah, distance. There you go. Good. There, oh, you're yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Nearness or distance uh, from God. Like what contributes to that sensation for you? I think nearness wise, I think it's a lot easier. I feel like some, I think this is just an obvious thing. I think it's universal that it's easier to trust God when you're really like confronted by a situation or you're really confronted by something that's pressuring you to like really rely on God. Mm-hmm. And I think that the opposite side of that is when you're not pressured by something and it's just like a constant slow pressure, you're not as willing to be like, oh, this is like immediate emergency. I don't like, I don't know. I think there's this, I don't know. I think there's just a situational side of like being a Christian because sometimes it's easier to rely on God when you really feel like you need someone to depend on. Mm -hmm. But I mean, really you need that every day, not Mm -hmm. just when you're going through something hard or you're going through something that's pushing you. And so I think there's sometimes when you're not as, you're not, I don't know, in a situation where you're like, oh, I really need to rely on God for this. Mm-hmm. Or like, it seems, oh, I can take it. I think that causes distance because we're, 
subconsciously kind of dividing ourselves and saying, I don't need you to solve this for me. I got this. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I feel like sometimes distance can be caused by also, like, just that selfishness of being, mm. like, this is my life. Or, I don't know, even just the stress that you feel like God can't handle. And I think that's sometimes yeah. a doubt that you have about what God... And it's not really what God can handle. It's just the fact that you feel like it's harder to go to God with this mm-hmm. than it is to just deal with it yourself. And so, I don't know, I think that can cause distance, but I also think that there's a huge closeness that just comes in being prepared to call on God every day. And mm-hmm. I think that once you've accepted that, and that God is going to be with you all the time, no matter what, and that there's this peace that He brings, I think that can cause so much closeness because you're you're surrendering the idea of having to just call on Him, like, once yeah. a time. It's, it's like, it's an everyday process, yeah. and I think that's what builds a relationship. And mm-hmm. the more you work on a relationship, the closer you get, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Maybe here, maybe we'll try this analogy. Okay, so let's say we're all on a ship. Okay, mm-hmm. like a big, like a big ship. Um, I think that there are some people who, in regards to their relationship with Christ, it's just kind of like they're walking the deck of the ship with Jesus, mm-hmm. and they're walking and they're and they're talking with him. And then there's some people that kind of view him as like the life raft that's hanging over the side like when stuff starts to go down and things start to go wrong then they'll start looking for him and i always and i know that things ebb and flow and life changes and we get distracted and all those things but i mean i really i just want to walk the deck i just want to like do laps with him you know as as we're doing this life together i want to walk with him and talk with him and laugh with him and and just pour here's the stuff that's on my heart i want to give all that to him just on the daily kind of like step by step basis mm-hmm. but there are times in our lives and and uh, even for me sometimes i'll 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 treat him more like a safety net than yeah. you know like a best friend mm-hmm. that type of a thing hayden what do you think about this <clears throat> i think it's it really depends on what you're doing like how much you're putting into the relationship yeah um that's good like if i spend more time god's always waiting with open arms ready to keep moving like keep growing with you yeah. or and not he's not growing but like keep growing closer to you right um it's just sometimes we we put him aside we put him mm-hmm. as the second or third thing yeah priority in our life yeah and um like i found when i i read the bible every night before i go to bed and mm-hmm. when i wake up and do a devotion in the morning um it just sets the day right but if yeah. i stop doing that even for a week it just sort of it makes so that everything throughout the day um sort of it feels like he isn't connected with the things that i'm doing in the day yeah like he isn't like i'll think if i have like a tough decision to make going to god will seem like almost unneeded yeah if i haven't been really spending time yeah, or, yeah. Uh, going to his word that week and so it's it can like it's just not even that like i'm just feeling bad so or like i have it's been like stressful the mm-hmm. week that makes that makes that um relationship like disconnected but yeah. it's just that i haven't spent time and pursued time with god yeah that makes it almost yeah. like just a weird thing, yeah so. that's good and and not to not to bring it down to human level but i think that's the what you're talking about is the is the case of every human relationship that you can have like mm-hmm. you are going to be closer to the people that you choose to invest yeah. more time with yeah um so yeah, that's a, that's a really really good way to look at it. And when we discount it, or when we kind of dismiss it, or we get distracted, or discouraged, or whatever whatever dis word you want to use, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna end up further from him. 
Um, so yeah, those are, those are seasons of life. So <clears throat> as we wrap up, let's, let's give some practical advice to those who might feel like they're kind of in a valley season or in a, in a desert season, just in their, in their spiritual walk. What would you say to someone who's in that place where they don't feel like God is with them or they don't feel mm-hmm. near to him or they don't, or maybe like I spent a lot of times just feeling unlovable by God. Who would you, what would you say to, to people who are kind of in that spot? Um, I think go to what he said in his word. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to pray when you haven't, um, like already listened to what he's already said yeah. to you. Yeah. That's <laughs> I good. Think that's really important. Yeah. Alyssa, what do you think? Um, I think close to what Hayden said is like, it's hard to be a Christian without knowing the word and without knowing mm-hmm. Di- like not having any sort like sense of direction. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the Bible provides us with is just if you, the more you immerse yourself in something that gives you direction, the more that will point you to God. And that's a hard thing to just say to someone like, oh, read the Bible, like just go and read yeah. it. Like, I don't know, I feel like that's just kind of like blunt, but I feel like that's at true. the same time, you can do it in a way that is your, it's kind of like, your pro- like it's your own process and i think yeah. it's your own god understands where you're at yeah. and what it's going to take to get mm-hmm. you to the place that he wants you to be mm-hmm. so i think just trusting that and just taking it slow or taking it fast whatever it needs to be their pace yeah. then just trust that and don't get too down on yourself for like not feeling like you're good enough or you're doing enough because yeah. god sees you trying to put in the work as long as you try to do that then i think that it will help you feel better i feel like there's kind of like this I don't know, stigma around like reading the Bible is like, oh, it's going to like condemn you. I feel like it's also mm-hmm. going to make you feel like you're doing something right. Yeah. And I think that that encourages you to take it a step further. And yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, that yeah. Re- true, reminds true. me of um, a verse in one of Paul's letters. I don't know, but, uh, or I don't know where it was. Maybe it was somewhere in the New Testament. But um, uh, it says, when you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your mm-hmm. heart. Yeah. And so when you really make that your top priority, yeah, mm-hmm. it reveals a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, well, I, I I hope and pray that um, some of our listeners will be encouraged today. If you feel like you're in a, a season of not being where you would like to be spiritually, um, God is for you and he's right there with you. And I love, uh, I think it was Alyssa that you said to open arms. He has we have an open arms God who's waiting for us. So don't, don't be shy about that. You can always go to him and, and, uh, and run to him and, and be embraced by him. So, um, yeah, seasons are going to come. They're, there's going to be hills and valleys. It's not realistic for us to think what we can just live life on the mountaintop. Um, and there, but there are times of testing and there are times, and I've found in my own life that there are, it's actually the valleys that, that seem to serve God's purposes in my life, even more than the mountaintops do. So, um, well, let's, I'll close with uh, something that I, that always comes to mind when we think about this idea of, of seasons, a great guy by the name of Mike Iaconelli passed away several years ago, a long time ago. Um, he said, if you're, if you're feeling stuck, um, being stuck is the prerequisite to being unstuck. So if you feel stuck, God's about to do something to get you unstuck. If you will trust him and, and, uh, and draw close to him. So I'm excited for, um, for you and where you are. And I hope that today's episode has been an encouragement to everybody. Thank you, Alyssa and Hayden for Mm -hmm. talking about seasons with us. And, uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody next time. Thank you for listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast, the podcast to students, by students, for students.